The only two motivators of behavior change are aspiration and desperation. And of the two, the only one that really works is desperation. Welcome to Insert Human. This is a show that is not for everyone. It's for seekers, people like you, hopefully, who are searching for solutions to your problems, the world's problems, and everything in between. The conversations to come are going to show you how finding the truth of our humanity is the magic key to solving pretty much anything. Between my monologues, my dialogues with brilliant guests, and your good questions, you're going to learn how to insert human into everything, and in doing so, realize a better life and one day a better world. So it's that time of year. Yep, it's time to make our New Year's resolutions. And the funny thing about it is time and time again, we make the resolutions and then they don't stick. So I've been thinking a bit about why exactly that is and what exactly we can do about it. So let's start with the why it is. One of the uh, expressions I use a lot when I speak around the world, locally, wherever, is that the only two motivators of behavior change are aspiration and desperation. And of the two, the only one that really works is desperation. Aspiration is a want state and desperation is a need state. And the example I use is I've been wanting to lose 10 pounds for five years. And because I want it, it hasn't happened. But if I went to the doctor and the doctor said, Chris, if you don't lose 10 pounds, you're going to double the risk of having a heart attack. I guarantee you within 10 days, I would lose 10 pounds. So I think we start, start with the why. The why resolutions don't stick with the question of motivation. Resolutions that are aspirations are less likely to be accomplished than resolutions that are fueled by desperation. The second reason I think resolutions don't stick or aren't realized is that the whole thing is a forced construct, right? Like, really, we have to wait till the end of the year to determine that we want to do things to improve ourselves, improve our health, improve our situation. We have to wait to December 31st to declare that to ourselves or to the world. I think that just sort of sets up failure because it's so synthetic, so antiseptic, so not human. And I think in that force construct, this this other thing happens, which is we force it. So instead of really contemplating what it is about our life we want to improve, why we want to improve it, how we might even begin to improve it, it's New Year's Eve and everybody's sitting around the room, or at least pre-COVID that was true, talking about what it is they want to do better in the coming year. So there's a lack of thoughtfulness that I think accompanies what is a force construct and a lack of sufficient motivation, neither desperation or really aspiration to get us going and get us to the proverbial finish line. So how do we change all that to be more effective or successful at achieving our resolutions, getting them to stick? The first thing I would say, which goes to this force construct thing, is I think we have to think about setting our life intentions constantly, not waiting for December 31st, but throughout our life. The day and time doesn't matter. What matters is an orientation towards where do we want to go as human beings? 
what do we want to improve upon? How do we want to get better? How do we want to evolve? How do we, how do we imagine a different self out there? And I think out there should be a long-term view. I think part of the other problem we get into is this very short-term context of, I want to lose 10 pounds in 10 days or 10 pounds in 30 days. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but 90-some percent of all diets ultimately fail. Even if people lose weight during the diet, a year after the diet has been completed, they're right back to the weight they started at. So I think a constant examination of where we want to get to as a, as a healthy part of being a healthy human is a critical how. A second critical how is actually accepting failure. I think as humans, we expect everything to be a straight line. So between now and my goal, there'll be nothing but progress and nothing but success. When in reality, I think much of life is two steps forward, one step back. And so holding ourselves to a perfect trajectory, I think effectively sets up failure. And in failure, we get, if not depressed, demoralized, our energy is lost, and we give up on the resolution, we give up on the goal. So getting okay with a little bit of failure along the way is really important, as is celebrating the little successes, the little successes. You know, a little bit of patting on the back goes a long way to keep your mojo going, keep your energy up, keep your eye on the proverbial prize. Another how is the idea of finding a buddy. One of my expressions is the irony of self-help is nobody can do it alone. And I'm not convinced that we can achieve any of our resolutions, whether they're personal, whether they're professional, physical, mental, economic, spiritual, whatever the, the goal might be, the fact of the matter is we need others around us to help us get there. We need them as inspiration. We need them to motivate accountability. We need them for their ideas, their suggestions. We need somebody by our side. You cannot do this alone. We also need tools. An example I use is my sister, my lovely sister, Melissa. And years ago, this is probably like 10 years ago, maybe longer, she decided she wanted to lose weight. She's never been particularly heavy, but she wanted to lose, I don't know, 10 pounds. And so I sort of, as a joke, sent her a talking scale. So this little scale, you stood on it and it told you what your weight was, but it also told you how well you were doing against your goal. It gave you encouragement, kind of like that person by your side. And again, I sent it to her as a joke. And I don't know, three months later, she'd lost the weight. She'd actually lost more than her goal. And she randomly shared with me that uh, the, the scale had actually been really instrumental in helping her get to where she wanted to get to. That that little bit of feedback coming from that little microchip embedded in the scale was really helpful for her. So being open to tools. And then the last one is also a basic belief of mine, and that's the importance of documentation. The specific expression I use is documentation is commitment. So writing down your resolution, not just saying it at the New Year's Eve party or saying it to your friend or significant other, but actually writing it down sticky pad on a piece of paper, I don't care. Sticking it on the wall, sticking it on your desk, sticking it on your mirror, but also documenting the progress that you're making against it. Another adage of mine, that which is not measured cannot be improved upon. So documentation of the outcome we're after and documentation of the progress we're making in achieving that outcome.
the last thing I want to say about resolutions is really to go back to the why, not the why they don't stick or why we're so not successful at making them happen, but why we should have resolutions, why we should set developmental life improvement intentions. And if you've listened to my podcast before, you know I believe the importance of realizing the full potential of our lives. I wrote a book about it. It's called This Is It. And it's based on this sort of simple math that we only get one life. And there's somewhere between an opportunity and a responsibility to realize the full potential intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And that setting our intentions, declaring resolutions, and doing all the things I just talked about are an essential, call it function, to realize the fullness of ourself. And I think in doing that, not only do you realize a life, but you also achieve a sense of accomplishment and a sense of pride in who you are and the muscle you are building, the developmental muscle you are building in order to be an even better version of who you are. With that, I wish you Happy New Year and a great 2021. I think we'll all agree it's got to be better than the year we're leaving. Take care. Thanks for listening today. If you're in search of more opportunities to realize positive change in your life or work, and you find what I have to say helpful, you can always subscribe to my show, check out one of my new salons. There are weekly virtual gatherings of like-minded folks. You can read some of my writings or just listen to one of the talks that I've given around the world over the last couple of years. And you can do it all at chriscolbert.com. While you're there, make sure to sign up for my ongoing email updates. When you do, you'll receive a free copy of the first chapter of my about-to-be-published book, Technology is Dead. Again, it's all available at chriscolbert.com. Thanks again for listening today, and I look forward to connecting more in the days ahead.